right tonight i want to talk about british pastors say british british shepherd so let's go i'm going to read a lot of scriptural verses so you can understand the words itself would explain itself as we get along so let's go to our key scripture in the book of uh, jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 21 british shepherds shepherds who are brutish what does that mean what does it mean to be brutish so the scriptures will be very self-explanatory. I'm going to read a lot of um, translations. So by the time I'm through, you understand what it means to be brutish. And I pray that nobody will be a brutish shepherd here in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 21. Look at what it said. It says, For the pastors are become brutish, or the shepherds. The pastors or the shepherds are become brutish and have not sought the Lord. He said, they become British and they have not sought the Lord. The next thing he says is that, therefore, they shall not prosper and they are, all their flocks shall be scattered. Amen. He said, for the pastors or the shepherds, they have become British. For they have not sought the Lord and all their flocks shall be scattered. May you never have a flock that is scattered in Jesus' name. Now, let's go to these translations and then you begin to understand. I'm trying to explain to you the word brutish, number one. This is New International Version. It says the shepherds are senseless. So the first meaning of the word brutish is to be senseless. And do not inquire of the Lord. So they do not prosper and all their flocks are scattered. New Living Translation. It said the shepherds of my people have lost their senses. They no longer seek wisdom from the Lord. Therefore, they fail completely and their flocks scatter. For the shepherds are stupid and do not inquire of the Lord. Therefore, they have not prospered and all their sheep flock is scattered. So, Berean Transstandard Bible. For the shepherds have become senseless. King James. Okay, let's go to New American Translation. It says, for the shepherds have become stupid and have not sought the Lord. NESB, for the shepherds have become stupid. Say stupid. Can you believe the Bible using the word stupid, senseless? We're going to get some more minutes. Legacy Bible, Standard Bible. For the Bible. shepherds have become senseless. This is Amplified Bible. Said for the shepherds have become like brutes, irrational. Irrational and stupid. And have not searched for the Lord or asked about him or realized their need for him. Therefore, they have not been wise and have not prospered and all their flocks are scattered christian standard bible the shepherds are stupid holman the shepherds are stupid american standard version for the shepherds are brutish aramaic bible of plain in plain english because they are they are insane shepherds they are not desired the lord jehovah this is brenton septuagint's translation for the shepherds have become foolish contemporary english version i told them our leaders were stupid Amen. Very interesting words here. God's words translation. The shepherds are foolish. Good news translation. I answered our leaders are stupid because the shepherds, this is international standard version, because the shepherds are stupid and don't seek the Lord. For the shepherds have become brutish. This is literal standard version. Are you tired? <laughs> okay, let's go to majority standard Bible. For the shepherds have become senseless and they do not seek the Lord. A new American Bible. How stupid are the shepherds? And next Bible, for our leaders are stupid. New Revised Standard Version, for the shepherds are stupid. New Heart English Bible. This is why I check scriptures before I come to preach. Amen. 
Yes, I just don't take one scripture and jump on it. If you have many, many translations, it gives you different, different sides of the scriptures. For the shepherds have become brutish. Okay, Webster Bible translation. For the pastors have become brutish. World English Bible. For the shepherds have become brutish. Finally, Young's literal translation. The shepherds have become brutish. Amen. So we see very interesting words. They say the shepherds have become brutish. When we say brutish, it means something that is senseless. Somebody who has lost his mind. Somebody who is stupid. Have you seen a stupid person before? When you say somebody is stupid, it's like, you know, his brain was not formed well. Have you seen those kind of people? But most of the time, when they, when they grow up, those things leave, those symptoms leave. So when we say something is stupid, it's like something is not, your, 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 your senses are not screwed on well. That's none of you here. Amen. Another word is dull-hearted. You are dull of hearing. You are. Another word is irrational. Another word is insane. You've gone mad. Another word is foolish. Now, all these explanations refer to the word brutish. Another word for brutish is to be like a beast. So when you say you are, somebody say you are brutish, you say you are, you are like a beast. You are beastly. So that means that you are not refined. You are not cultured. You are uncouth. You don't have what it takes to occupy the position you have. So I'm going to explain to you when Bible says that you are brutish as a pastor, what, what it means, especially if you're a shepherd. Hallelujah. In the book of uh, uh, Psalm 49 and verse uh, I think 20, he said, A man that is in honor and understandeth not is as the beast of the field. A man that is in honor and understandeth it not is like the beast of the field. I've been watching not you wild and then uh, wild earth. Wild earth, they don't they don't make commentary. They just show you the animal kingdom as it is. But for not you, while they make commentary. But not, while they, they don't say anything, then they just show you the pictures as they come. And I tell you, it's very brutish. Amen. So when Bible says, a man that is in honor and understandeth it not, does not differ nothing from the beast of the field that perishes. The beast of the field that perishes. So the word beast and brutish, they are the same words. So when you are in honor, when I say somebody's in honor, it's like a husband who doesn't know their role. So you are married, you are a man, and you are a husband. You are a man that is in honor. But if you don't understand the reason why you have that honor, Bible is describing you as a beast that is about to perish. If you are a wife, and you are in honor. You are married. You have a beautiful ring on your hand. Your finger. And you don't understand why you are married. Because to be in honor of marriage is that you have been honored. To be married is to be honored. But if you don't understand why you are married. Bible says it's just a matter of time. The place you occupy, you lose it. You become like the beast of the field. So let's talk a, bit, let's talk a little bit about the, about the field. The, 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 what happens in the wild beast in the field. So in the wild that you see how people eat other animals. Sometimes you cannot watch it. And I see how the these African wild dogs and the hyenas and the lions. In fact, if you were let's say an impala or a wild geese, wild beast or a bull or bullock, it is better for you to meet a lion than to meet these African wild dogs or the 
hyenas. Because for the lion, it will kill you first before it will eat you. So it will, it will spend like 30 minutes or 15 minutes making sure you are dead. Because if you are dead, you are dead. Praise the Lord. But for the hyenas and the wild dogs, they don't have time to kill you. They, they will eat you alive. Amen. They will do what? And they go for your weakest point, your testicles, your belly parts. So whilst you are bleeding to death, they are eating you up already. So when the Bible makes reference to you becoming like a beast of the field, that means that the way you end up, you will not like it. It will not be the kind of end you expect. So if you are a pastor or a shepherd, what is your honor? Why are you a pastor? Why are you a shepherd? That is the question we must ask. What makes you to be in honor, as I read that scripture in uh, Psalm 49 and verse 20, why are you in honor as being a shepherd? It's because of three things that the Bible lists here. The first and most important is your flock. Say flock. So if, 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 I'm, a, if I'm a president, I'm in honor, and I don't understand why I'm a president, and my assignment is to serve the people, I will end up like the beast of the field. Are you following what I'm teaching you tonight? Keep them quiet. Keep them quiet. Amen. I will, I will end up like the beast of the field that has no honor. Look at me. If you, if you consider what happens in the wild, it's not funny at all. It's not funny. So the lions and those wild animals, they sit on top of the food chain. So everybody is feeding on somebody. And that's how the wild is. That's how the wild works. There's no honor. There's no respect. If you are weak, you'll be eating. It is in the wild that when you give birth, the same day, the animal must walk and run. Like these wild bees, these wild uh, bulls, when they give birth, there's no time to, after about five minutes, you must stand up and you must walk because there's a lion coming. So you grow immediately. Amen. Because it's, 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 if you are not careful, you will perish. There's no order. There's no law. There's no dignity. So the law of the jungle is, you know, is brutish. It's beastly. And Bible is saying that when you occupy a place and you don't understand the reason why you occupy the place, you are not different from the beast of the field. Hallelujah. So what we say, when the Jeremiah is talking about the pastors, say the pastors are brutish. What does he mean? What does it mean? What, what, what is the honor of a pastor or a shepherd? Now, look at me, everybody here. The reason why, this, this, is, this, is, this is the kingdom of God. This is not a business seminar. This, when you come here, we talk about God. Let me hear amen. Why, why did God save you and brought you into his vineyard? It's so that you can also become somebody who is shepherding other people, treating other people, who is helping other people? Somebody who is involved in work. Let me hear you, man. And that work is that you two, you have two, three souls that you are watching over. And so that is the end game. So when we call you a shepherd, it's the same as called a pastor. A pastor is a ruler. And don't forget, let me explain the word pastor a little bit. A pastor, say a ruler. Now, 
pastor is a ruler. We have the fivefold ministry. The prophet, the apostle, the teacher, the pastor, and then the evangelist. But the ministry of the pastor is to rule. So when God brings you into his kingdom and he commits one through three ships into your care, you have to become somebody who rules. And when I use the word rule, I use it advisedly, not as the world uses it. Because in the system of the world, they lord it over the people. But for you, it shall not be so. But he that must be greatest must save. That is your role. However, it does not take away from you the dignity of a ruler. Only that this time, your dignity, you are using it to serve God. And so it is, it, 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 there's, there's, a, there's a dignity associated with you being called a shepherd. I say there's a dignity to it. Now imagine that the people that God saved, he himself gave his blood for. I didn't save anybody. I couldn't die on the cross. I've not done anything compared to what Jesus did. God gives you the people that he saved and say, watch over these people for me. There's no greater office than that. I said, there's no greater office than that. And I want you to understand that, look, when you are called to be a leader, the shepherd, look, the highest office in the local church or the local assembly is that of the pastor, the shepherd. And my my desire is that all of you, you become shepherds. That means that you have at least two, three, five, ten, fifteen people you are watching over, you are ruling over. That means that you are watching how they are developing. You are watching how they are coming up. Hallelujah. It's, it's a great honor and it's a great blessing. I said it's a great honor and it's a great blessing. So, when you are called a shepherd and you don't understand why you are called a shepherd, Bible calls, calls you brutish. Bible calls you beast. Not because you are ugly. Not because you've done anything wrong. It simply means that you don't understand the reason why you are in honor. Like I explained to you, any other office, if you work with a boss and you don't know how to serve the boss, then you are not in honor of your office because you don't understand your role. So the key word there is understanding. Say understanding. So if you don't understand anything for which you have been given authority, you are no different from the beast that is in the field. Hello. Are you following what I'm teaching you tonight? If the reason why they make you a president and give you all the perks and you can fly private jets and give you the space to occupy a presidential palace with all the trappings is so that you can save. save. But if you are not in understanding or you don't have understanding and you think that these things have been given to you because of who you are. You are not different from the beast or you are, and you are not different from being brutish. You are not different from being brutish. Amen. So anything that has lost its purpose, Bible describes it as brutish or beastly. And it's saying that you are not different from the wildlife. What happens in the wildlife? So, what is the pastor? What is the shepherd? What will make you in honor so that you don't become brutish? So, there's a, there's a reason why God says you should become a shepherd or a pastor or a leader in the church. 
And please, don't think so highly when I say a pastor. I've told you again that if you have a soul, if all of you, you must have a soul that you are watching over. Come on, let me hear amen. Amen. If you are here, there's not one soul you brought to church that you can call my soul that you are watching over. You 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 have not started. You are worse than the brute. Amen. If you are here, Look at me, everybody. If you are here, huh, you can't count one soul that you see somehow you'll be able to raise or invited to church and the person has come to stay. Charlie, you stay far. You are far away. He said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you that you go forth and do what? Bear what? And that your fruit should live. Your fruit should make excuses. Your fruit should come to Sunday and not come after three months. And that your fruit should do what? Yeah, that is it. So who is God? He said, who had called us eh, and ordained us that we should bear fruit according to his own will? I've been teaching that thing with the shepherd school. He called them himself according to his will that we should become what? We should bear fruits in this kingdom. So if you are here, you, are, you don't have that kind of mindset. You have not begun at all. And I'll show you that you are very selfish. You are, you are thinking of your own. That you are not thinking about Christ. Let me hear amen. So, he said, for the pastors have become brutish. And then he began to explain. He said, one, because they have not sought the Lord. And they have not sought the Lord. And they shall not prosper. And the flock shall be scattered. So if you are a pastor, you must have a flock. I said, if you are a shepherd, you must have a flock. That is the purpose of being called a carer, a shepherd, a pastor. It's not a fancy name. It's a functional name. I said, it's a functional name. Look, any office we call you, any name we call you, if you don't have sheep, you have not started. You have not started at all. If you don't have anybody in your life that you are praying for, pouring your life into, raising up, my God. I said, my God. So he said that the reason why the pastors have become brutish is because they don't understand why they are in power. They are in honor, but they think that the title of being called a shepherd or a carer, that's all it is. No, that's not all it is. He said, you must have flock. So anytime you are a shepherd, we expect you to gather. Let me hear you, amen. Is it last week that I talked? Last week I talked about um, the, the, the traits of a typical woman. How it's very difficult for you to gather. If 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 you are insecure, you cannot gather people around you. If you are petty, you are jealous, and all those things, it has a way of not helping you to gather people around you. So listen, if we call you a shepherd, a captain, a carer, whatever it is, you must have sheep. Even if you don't have a name, once you belong to the church, you must have a sheep. Your amen is very, very light. I hope you are following what I'm teaching you tonight. So this is the whole game. So all of us, God's end game is that you too, you must have some little sheep in your backyard. At least one, two souls. So if you are born again and you don't understand the reason for which you are born again, eh, you are in honor, but if you don't have understanding, you become brutish like the beast of the field. 
That will count for nothing. Your life cannot prosper. I said you cannot prosper. That's what it means. So I'm not talking to somebody who has been ordained as a pastor. You joined the church last week. You must still bear sheep. You must have some sheep you are watching over. And in this church, we'll make sure that every single member, you have two, three sheep you are watching. Yes. Every one of us. In the book of Colossians, I think. Colossians 2 verse 9. Let me see whether I can find it. Because some of you are saying that, oh, God has not called me. God has not called me. I haven't had a vision. I haven't seen an angel. No. The fact that you have been born again means that God has called you. He said, who has called us with an holy calling? Say holy calling. Mm. Thank you. Second what? Okay, let's re- look at it. Second Timothy 1 verse 9. Who has saved us? Come on, say, he has saved me. Say it again. Say, he has saved me. And called me with an holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. Which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Have you seen it there? Who has saved us? Are you saved? So if you are saved, are you called? Come on, I can't hear your answers. I'm asking you, are you saved? So if you are saved, what does it mean? It means you are called. He said, who has saved us and called us with an holy calling? We have three kinds of calling. General call to Christ, salvation. The second call is your secular work, S-E-C-U-L-L-E-R. And the third call is your holy call. What will matter in eternity is your holy call. Come on, say holy call. Thank you very much. It's your what? So all of us, we have three calls. Some of us, we have two. You have secular call, and then you have an holy call. Are you seeing what I'm saying? But the unbeliever out there, maybe he's been called to be a prophet, but he must come, he must respond to the call of salvation first. After he responds to the call of salvation, then he's, he will have an holy call because he has been saved. So if you are sitting here and you are saved, don't wait for an encounter with an angel before you say you are called. Amen. Many are called by what? Why, why are few chosen? Because, look, people, people think that it is God who makes the choice. No, you make the choice. God calls all of us. But some don't respond. That's why they are not chosen. Are you following the difference? So, God has, we are all called. But why is it that few are chosen? It's because the few that are, few respond to the call of God. Few respond to the promptings of the spirit. Few of us respond to the the stirrings of the things of God. And that's why it's few. That means a lot of people are called, but very few people respond. Are you in church tonight? So that's it there. Don't forget this scripture. Who has saved you? As soon as he saved you, he called you. I said he called you. I said he called you. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 18. All things are of God who have called us unto, who have reconciled us unto Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. All things are of God, first of all. And then who has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So when you were called, when you were saved, that saving comes with a call. Godfrey, do you understand what I'm saying? 
That saving comes with the word. Yeah. So God didn't just call you to come and warm the chair. No. He doesn't need pure warmers. So the reason why you are saved is because you have a call. It's not that if you get saved before you find your call. As you are being called, as you are being saved, you are being called. Are you seeing the difference? There's a whole world of differences. Oh, now that I'm born again, I don't know what I should do. No, there's something you should do. The calling is very simple. Who has reconciled us and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. What is the ministry of reconciliation? When we say re, what does it mean? R-E. Reconcile, renew, revive, refresh, reverse. Is to do something that, to repeat an act twice. That's why you use the word re. So as you are sitting there, I say you are called. Come on, I said you are called. You have left the work on us. No, you too, you decide. Yeah, when God is, you too, you will judge you some. When I saved you, I gave you a call. Where are your ships? Because the call comes, you say, you see, giving to you the ministry of record. It's sheep. So you see, Bible said that when you are saved and you are called and you don't understand why you are born again, you are not different from the beast of the field. You are brutish. Come on, let me hear me. Brutishness has to do with, you know, <sighs> brutishness, what's he say? This guy is a brute. Have you seen a typical villager before? You know, when we say someone is a villager, when I was in architecture school, there was one guy who was in my class. He came from one of the regions. He would stand at the admin, admin sec roundabout, the, the great hall. Not the great hall, yes. And then shout to Mecca. He would shout and call my name. Hey! I say, Charlie, have you heard anybody shout on the university campus like that before? Hola, hola. Across, across, like from here to, you know, the, um, <laughs> the Ghana Standards Authority. Yes. You do that and shout, my ass, brother. Why? You are passing through university. Won't you let university pass through you? That's a lot of people. They go through university, but the university never go through them. He never changed you. When he's talking, his voice is so loud, you have to tell him, Charlie. When we say somebody's brutish, that means that, Charlie, have you met some before, Max? Have you met a brutish person before? That you're telling him, use it this way. Say, no, no, no. You try and try and try. That means that person has not understanding. Come on, I say he has no understanding. Look, you may be very sophisticated and educated, but as long as you remain in the kingdom, if you don't win, so you are a brutish beast. Uh-huh. You, you have a very beautiful face, but in the spirit, <laughs> you look like a beast. Because you don't understand why you are born again. Hey, am I preaching to you at all? Am I making this? Uh-huh. Yeah. You have a beautiful face. But you see, when it comes to the office you are occupying, because you don't understand, Bible says you don't differ from the beast of the field. You are brutish. You are uncouth, banal, senseless, uh-huh. stupid, dull-hearted. You are dull. You are irrational. You are insane. Is it insane? Is what mad, isn't it? Please put the scripture. Those people don't get angry at me. Put the real scripture back. The way I'm going, the way you are looking at me. 
Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 21. Put it there so that you see for yourself. Hey. I said, hey. See me, I'm not a pastor. Pastor is talking to himself. But we are talking about the pastors here. You will not escape it tonight. Let me hear you, man. Nobody will escape. Uh huh. Please, do you have other translation that talks about shepherds? Uh, who is a shepherd? No. What does a shepherd do in the real sense? Huh? They guide what? They guide sheep. Have you seen a shepherd without sheep before? What would you call a shepherd who has no sheep? <laughs> uh, what is a shepherd who has no sheep? A shepherd without sheep is called a what? Help me. Aren't you doing English or something? Uh, doing mathematics. Oh, what? A butcher. <laughs> Thank you very much. You see, a butcher is similar to a brute and a beast. That means that you have butchered all your sheep. It's, it's, it's a very good translation for a shepherd without sheep. How come you are called a shepherd, you don't have sheep? What kind of shepherd are you? You have fried all your sheep. <laughs> you have, you have sucked all your sheep. You have eaten all of them. Do you know some people, they eat their sheep? Come on, I'm preaching, amen. They eat their sheep. First lady told me a story of one guy whose mother had a big poultry farm. And the, the, the mother worked and worked and worked and the poultry farm grew. So in the midst of the labor, the, 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 the lady died. She got tired and she fell off. And then she left all these, come on, say chickens. Chickens to this first son. Come and see. And the, the son, he likes beer. The son likes drinking beer. Chilled one. So when he wakes up, he will ask the caretaker in Kokonomakai. <laughs> so we are we have about 500, 500 in Kokose. Fry two for me. <laughs> they, you, every morning when he wakes up in Kokonomakai, he had two straw. He had all the chicken. He's a butcher. So if you are here and you, you are a shepherd and you don't have sheep, you are a butcher. Thank you, Elim, Elikem. Thank you. Clap for him. Hallelujah. He gave me the right interpretation. Hey, beautiful girl, but you are a butcher. Handsome boy with curls in your hair, but you are a butcher. Slim, mature guy, but you are a butcher. You have butchered all your chickens. Nobody is following you. Hey, you are brute. You are beastly. You are like the beast of the field. Oh, this is good. Come on, say a big amen. amen. Mm. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. It's my heart desire. This is it. Look. He said, he said they have not prospered. So you see, the prosperity you are chasing after is in a kind of wisdom. I say it's in a kind of wisdom. Yeah. He said, for the pastors have become brutish because they have not sought me. They shall not prosper and all their flock shall scatter. So, please go back to my scripture again. Let me take my time. Huh? Is it Psalm 40, 49 verse 20? Put it on the screen again. 49 verse 20. When you finish, uh-huh, say for the shepherds, when you finish, come back. So if you are president and you don't understand why you are president, you are not different from a beast. Thank you. You understand? That's what it means. If you are a managing director and you, you don't understand why they made you a managing director, 
and you your your joy is to sit in your V8. Today I counted the number of V8s in town. My God. The V8, one one on authority is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash. Between the Mahama runabout, the uh, Bema Bypass and uh, Palace Palace Hotel. Palace uh, I counted about seven. The new one. Oh. Hey! I was like, God, God, God. $150,000. So if, if you are managing director and, yeah, oh, they can build two houses. If you give me that money, I'll build you three houses. Fully furnished with air conditioning. Yes. I'll build you three. I'm telling you the truth. Come on, let me hear amen. So if your joy is to sit in the vehicle, the hunchback, the monster car, and you sit inside, you put your hand on the chair like that. But you forgot why they gave you that car. You are not different from the beast. You are brutish. You are butcher. Butcher. Instead of being a managing director, you are a damaging director. You don't understand why you are sitting in the car. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Like I told you, if you are a wife, you don't understand why you are a wife. You are a husband, you don't understand why you are a husband. You are a beast. You are a butcher. So please, the butcher is not the pers- the, 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 the madman you are sitting or you see the butcher, if you go to the butcher's market, our brothers from other parts of the region who butcher me, you say, oh, this man is a brute. Bruh. You are not different from them. If you don't understand why you are sitting here tonight, can I preach to somebody here? Uh huh. So, this is for pastors. I've said it's not for pastors because we are all shepherds. Please go back our key scripture and then just give me the other translations that has the word shepherd. Yes. Because the pastor, the word pastor looks so exclusive. So, you feel like, no, you are not a pastor. So, God is not talking. But I'm saying God is talking to you. Jeremiah 10 and verse 21. Give me other translations. Amen. Are we here together? Yeah. For the shepherds are what? Say, say. The shepherds are what? They don't what? I'll come to that one. They don't seek the Lord. I'll come there. I've not even touched there. I've not touched the crowd. Therefore, they have not... And their whole flock, I insist that you must have a flock. I said, I insist that you must have a flock. When we're talking about uh, the, 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 it's, 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 I shall not want for leadership. In the book of Isaiah 3, we talked about the captains of 50. Say captains of 50. Why would the scripture capture captains of 50? It talked about the mighty man, the man of war, the judge, the prudent, the counselor, the ancient, the, uh, the, the, the canny artificer and then the, the orator. But he made mention of the captain of 50. Why would somebody be so interested when he's categorizing people who matter in a nation? Why would he talk about captains of 50? It tells you that those who manage small things are also very, very important. So even in this church, you are a pastor. Let me hear you, amen. amen. I said you are a shepherd. Start beginning to play the role so that you know your journey does not end like that. Like you know, I saw a zebra yesterday. I was watching Wild Earth. See Wild Earth. If you get DSTV, watch Wild Earth. 
Don't watch any of those. You learn a lot from life. You see, all these zebras, they have to cross the water. And the water is full of Egyptian crocodiles. Have you seen Egyptian crocodiles? The biggest crocodiles in the world are, are the ones in the Nile River. They can be like 20 feet from here to here. I'm telling you. And these zebras, they have to cross. There's no other way. And they are plenty. So as soon as they enter the water, you see the crocodiles coming. Oh my God. Thank you very much. Hey, you can't watch. I have, to, I have to flip the channel. One huge zebra. The crocodile grabbed him midsection. And then he was fighting. But you could see other crocodiles were coming. I knew the war was over. As he was struggling, his back all ripped. Like half. You could see the flesh. Oh, man. Now, who wants to live in that kind of place? Do you want to be an, a, a zebra in the wilderness? The Bible is saying that when you don't understand, you see, why you are born again, you are not different from the zebra in the, trying to cross the river. Yeah. Hallelujah. Today, you don't like my message at all. Amen. They've all gone into hibernations. Come on, let me hear Amen. I'm showing you how to prosper in the things of this of this 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 business. All of you, you are not exempted. I don't care whether you were born again yesterday. You have been given the ministry of reconciliation, and you must have sheep. If you don't have sheep, you are butcher. Put that word butcher with blood. Put it on the screen for me. I said you are what? Yes. Some of you we gave you three souls. They are finished. You have butchered all the souls. Someone who gave you ten souls is left with four and a half. You have butchered five. The way you spoke to them, you say, <laughs> if you like, I know, get out. <laughs> the sheep immediately say, no, this is not a good shepherd. They ask you, please, I'm in trouble. I need a little money for transport. You didn't give them. Say, go and look for your own money. Nonsense. You think that my money is for you? <laughs> You butchered that sheep. Look at me, everybody. Say, a big amen. amen. Look, if your sheep are scattering, you are brutish. If you are here, a leader, and we give you three souls, and you are left with half soul, that means the guy has half backslided. He comes to church now once in a while. You have scattered the sheep. So what is the function of the shepherd? What is the function of the pastor? It's somebody who has capacity to gather people. Hallelujah. And Bible is saying that, you see, the, 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 the understanding that gives you that honor is that you have people you have gathered. May your sheep increase. May your sheep increase. May your sheep increase. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, I can hear your Amen. Yeah, it means that, you see, when you have sheep, it means that you are not a brutish shepherd. You are, you are a very refined shepherd. You are not uncouth. You are not vulgar. Please, can you give me other adjectives? You are not banal. Yes, I'm digging deep. Hallelujah. Someone say you are banal or B-A-N-A-L. 
That means actually, light hasn't gone through you. You are darkly. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. May you become a shepherd that God is. Let me hear Amen. I've given you, we'll give you two souls to teach SBS. Up to now, two years, you have not finished teaching them. You are not saying amen. You don't. <laughs> I mean, we went that we gave them to you. Teach this person. Up to today, you are still not finished. You haven't finished still. Come on, let me hear amen. amen. So, are you gathering or what are you? What are, what are, you are scattering the sheep. So, in fact, you know, Bible says that. In the multitude of people is the king's honor. Any king that has not people, the king has no honor. Any shepherd that has no sheep, the shepherd has no honor. If you say you are a king and the people follow, have you seen the, like the Asantehene or the whatever, when they gather, do you see how the people sit around them? And you see a lot of people around. That is the honor of a king. If the king is holding a rally, a lot of people come. Wow. That is the honor of a king. A shepherd's honor is in the number of sheep they have. So he said, oh, we say we are going to hold a program at the Independence Square. <laughs> and we make announcements all over the place. So, Charlie, we are coming. We are coming to occupy the land. And then we pack chairs to the runabout there. And then we come. We are the only people there. <laughs> Do you think we will have honor? <laughs> if, if we say, oh, look, give, let us rent this place again. Don't mind. I say, no, you, you are not many. You have no honor. Amen. <laughs> Charlie, we cannot be small. Though. We better be many. Amen. I said, we better become many. Amen. We better become many. We can't play cute, cute church. We are not a cute church. We are a large church. I said, we are a large church. And the reason why we are large is the reason why I'm teaching you this. You must have somebody. Look, I'm going to show you. Let me just jump to my message. I've not even started. This is just intro. <laughs> Shout a big amen. amen. He said that the reason, now listen, the reason why the people are, the shepherds are bush or they are butchers is because one, they don't seek God. I don't want to. Let me deal with that one. They don't see God. Say they don't see God. Mm-hmm. Number and so because they are not seeking God, they shall not prosper. And the proof that they are not prospering is that their sheep are scattered. They've gone to other churches. They are functioning better in other ministries. Recently, I was, I was looking for a young man. He's not going to come for a church for a long time. I said, where, where is this guy? Where is this guy? Because his brother came to see me in the office. And I remembered him suddenly. I said, where is he? He said, oh, he's dancing in another church a long time ago. I said, what? Because he's a dancer. He was in the church. Not only he had left a long time. He's been established somewhere as a dancer. The people we gave this dancer to, they are brutish. They couldn't keep this guy, expand it, and have a big dancing company. Are you seeing what I'm saying? And so the guy is gone, and he's functioning there. He's okay. I don't think he wants to come back anymore. The, the people we gave them to are very brutish. If your protocol, I give you your protocol, and they scatter, you are a brutish leader. 
You are a butcher of souls. Have you heard of the butcher of Sarajevo? Have you heard of the butcher of Sarajevo? You've heard of it? Thank you very much. You are a butcher. Praise God. What is the female version of a butcher? Is it butcheress or butcher? Help me, help me. Come on, let me hear you, man. Praise the Lord. Hmm. May God have mercy on us. Now, I'll show you that you are very selfish. The Bible says that if you don't naturally care for souls, Philippians chapter 2 verse 9, say, but I trust the Lord Jesus to send unto you Timothy. Have you opened your Bible? I want to show you that, you see, you can be in church and be very selfish. To shock you. To send shortly unto you that I may be of good comfort when I know your state. Now, why is Paul talking about only Timothy? Only Timothy. The next verse. He said, for I have, I have no man who is like-minded, who would naturally, for I have no man like-minded, who would naturally, say naturally. Repeat that word. Who would naturally care for your state. Now, this is a, look at the next verse. All, all what? Not Jesus Christ. Not the things which are what? Now, I'm trying to explain to you why they call these shepherds and pastors British. They have no natural like-mindedness, a, a, a mindset that thinks about the things of you. know Jesus Christ has things. That's his things. The things of that are Jesus Christ's. So Jesus Christ, he has things. Are you shocked? He said, for, you see, and this is the reason why, the reason why God calls these pastors and shepherds brutish. He said, the reason why they don't seek the Lord is because they seek their own. Put that scripture back, please, quickly. Go to 21, quickly. I want to show you here. For seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ's. And the scripture we read in uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 10, 21, it said, for the, the pastor, they don't seek the Lord. Therefore, they don't prosper. Are you seeing the secret to prosperity there? That's the secret to prosperity. For you, the believer, how God will bless you, we can't explain. Look, the gentleman came to preach on Wednesday. I mean, can you believe it? He said he made his first one million in the year 2012. This is someone who never grew up in Accra. He grew up at Isamankese, Equiapim area. Hello? I said hello. He made his first one million dollars in his 30s. Somebody who had no body, he's, he's from, he told us that they never live in a completed house when he came to sit here with me. How can such a person become such a kind of person? Hello? How? How can you explain this miracle? How can you even explain your pastor? I'm not a poor man. I said, I'm not a poor man. I said, I'm not a poor man. Let the poor say I'm one. So when I say it, you know what I'm saying. And it's come true for me. Let me hear you, amen. You can go and say whatever you want to go and say outside it. But I'll never say I'm poor. I'll never say it. You wish I'll never say it. I say, I'll never say it. So when, when will pastor say he's poor so that we can feel like him? No, you feel like me. Because I'm not going to be poor for you in Jesus' mighty name. 
I remove, I remove myself longest time. I remove myself. I say, I remove myself. So how do you explain that? How do you explain that? And when I look about it, I realize, no. There's a blessing that God puts on a man. Nobody can take it away. That's a prayer I'm praying for you. I listen to what I'm saying. You, you are in check, but you are seeking or how to get married. That's all you want to do. Please, I'm not being personal. Look at me, everybody. Come on, look at me, everybody. You, you just want to get your thing. Hey. You see, your heart is not in the thing. You are seeking your own. Come on, let me hear a big amen. amen. Yes. You are riding us all to your prosperity. You know people like to use church. Hello. I realize people will use you. You know, he's not interested in what I'm saying. The home care, you are not interested. That's why it's very dangerous to promote a poor person. Look, listen, don't go and marry a poor person. The day he breaks through, you see fire. His humility is poverty humility. You don't know her at all. You don't know him. Everything you say, oh, no problem. Oh, yes, yes. The day he gets 10,000 Ghana. You see your level. You you realize that he's very arrogant. Yes. So the reason he said they seek not the Lord, and the reason they seek not the Lord is because they are seeking what? Come on, help me preach. They are doing what? Uh-huh. So nobody seeks God and seek their own. If you seek God's own, you will not seek your own. But if you are seeking your own, you are not seeking God's own. And God says, that kind of person, you are brutish. You be going in circles like that. You don't prosper. You don't increase. You are not established. May God have mercy on us tonight. May God have mercy on us tonight. See, so he was talking about, see, all the disciples that Paul had. Can you imagine he singled only Timothy? How? How Timothy alone? We had Capus, we had Quatus, we had Junior, we had Epaphroditus, uh, we had Epaphras, we had, uh, what's his name, Demas, all these saints. But he said it's only Timotheus who has a natural inclination for the thing. I pray somebody like that here. You know, some of you here, I know you are here, not because, you know, some of you here, God, you have a heart for God. When I see you, I'm glad. I said, I see you, I'm glad. You see, when you are giving to the church, you don't think, you see, there's some people, they love God. And listen, God will bless you. I said, God will bless you. There are some people here, they, don't, they, they, they sacrifice to give. As soon as I say, can we, you see them come up. First person. It's not that they have. There's something. They seek not their own. They seek, those people, eh, listen, you never go down. If I pray for you that you never go down, you can't go down. It's impossible. I said it's impossible because you see, he said, because they seek not the Lord, they don't prosper. I saw Prakita Hada Sheo Sagle Morohotiaskepata. Shesea Manifaru da Kappa. You are all the things you are doing that you are calculating it to your benefits. What do I get from this? Hey, look now, if you are an amateur, wouldn't you employ you in this church? Never. Never. I want to see you are matured. Before we give you, no. If you don't pay them delay or pay delay small, they will not show up. When you call them, they'll say, I don't have money. Eh? 
So how were you coming before you had a job? Let me hear you, amen. amen. Yes. Your, your office, that, doesn't your salary delay sometimes? I'm asking you a question. Does your salary delay even recently? I think this government, have they paid now? Have they paid you people? Has your salary come for this month? <laughs> government has not paid. Have you left your job? Do you go to job work today? Uh, thank you very much. Controller has been paid. Okay, so the controller has been paid, but the money has not trickled down. Is that what you are saying? When you employ an amateur, the day of your salary delays, he will not show up. And when you ask him, he will tell you, I don't have money. When anybody tells you that, be very careful. They think the people are seeking their own. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Your boss has been paying you for a year solid. When he delays your salary, Captain, when he delays your salary a little bit, you stay at home. You make an excuse. You are not coming. Why are you not coming to work? You even call. Okay, if you don't have transport, oh, please, I don't have transport. I can't come. But when they call you, then you tell the person, you don't have transport. Thank you very much. They don't have credit to call. That's why they didn't call. I don't have credits. But you see the person online. When the person is there, you run away from the online. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm preaching tonight. <laughs> yeah. So when you work with somebody and when you don't pay them, they don't show up. They don't seek. They, they seek. They seek their own. They, they are not seeking the kingdom. If you don't have money, why can't you just oh, I, you, why don't you give information? Knowing that you have a very important role to play in the church. Am I right or wrong? How can me, I'm to preach and I don't send a message. And then when you call me, I say, oh, I don't have fuel in my car to come. Would you take me serious? You say, how can pastor say he hasn't got fuel in his car? We had to call him before he told us. So if we didn't call him, he wouldn't tell us and he wouldn't show up. That's what a lot of you do. Come on, let me hear amen. amen. You seek your own. Everything is about you. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. When your, the church hasn't got the strength to do certain things, you want to break the church into two and insist on your right. You are in the days of the revolutions. Rollins, insist on your rights. I wrote, an art, I wrote about Rev Dick. Have you heard that article? When I wrote about insisting on your rights. In the early 70s, 79, I, I was a little boy. They used to send me to go and buy a petition. And the kiosk was so you step on two blocks. Where you, and then you see Rollins, this in there. 79, insist on your rights. So everybody, those days, you can't cheat anybody. You say the bread is 10 cities. Why can the bread be 10 cities? You see, I'm looked at you mobilize. Before you realize, your shop. People have gathered. You cannot sell the bread for 10 cities. Seven cities, 50 pesos. Yeah. Oh, that's how the life was. So people were hurting because if you exhibit your good and you sell above control price, we will all come there. Today, something is happening. <laughs> come on. Are you being blessed tonight? So please, stop seeking your own. Because if you know God's own, you say, you seek not the things which are Jesus Christ. Let's read it again. Not the things, oh, not the things, oh. So there are things that are Jesus Christ's. And then there are things that you own. But you have refused to consider the things that are Jesus Christ after he saved you and gave you eternal life. The Bible calls you British, a butcher. Because you have scattered his flock and so you will not prosper. I pray you prosper. I pray you prosper. 
Show me somebody who genuinely loves God and they fail in life. Can you show me one person? Can you show me one person? You know, there are some people, maybe you are not here, maybe you are here. You are, you are just waiting for the opportunity you are, you are to leave. You are just calculating. Yes. All the things I'm saying, Pastor, you are wasting your time. You, you are not here. The thing we seek here is that's not what you are interested in. You are just coming to see what you can benefit and, and get out and leave it. Bible calls you brutish. Come on. If your pastor is saying that, look, be a shepherd and follow after souls and commit yourself to the mobs. Pray. Let's do this thing and that you prosper. But you have other, you have other ideas and you think you are smarter. Hallelujah. Amen. One dear brother was telling me, ah, Pastor, you have to block some people from. I said, Charlie, the work is like that. People seek their own, but you have to walk in love. Let me hear amen. Yeah, you have to. When I know you are seeking God, I know. And we're on the same rhythm. Let me hear amen. He said, he talked only Timothy. That means that among all the people that Paul was training, he knew that Timothy had the natural. Go back. Go back one step. He said, for he cared naturally. He says, like-minded. Who will care naturally for your state? Let me ask you, do I have to tell you to make a call before you call? How come you as a shepherd, pastor, we have to remind you to call us? Before you call us, you are not naturally inclined to the things of God. Hey, let me hear you, amen. So if we don't call you and say, where is this guy? You don't fall. You don't do anything. You are not natural. You don't seek the things of God. Is there? Please, can you imagine the state of Paul? Can you, did he, can you imagine how Paul was feeling? After he had done all this, like, there's only one person who thinks like you. May you think like the church. Amen. May my heart passion become your heart passion. Hallelujah. I check on everybody, but sometimes I can't do all. So you that have given you three, four souls, why don't you push? As a person, go visit them yourself. And you don't have to tell me. Wow! Natural-minded. Natural-minded like-minded who will naturally come and say naturally that means for for timothy he knows what to do you don't have to tell him i keep telling the pastors that look i cannot force you to do the work if you don't have a natural inclination for it we can have meetings come and say meetings yeah we can bring both okay statistic oh no no if you are not interested it will not work am i right or wrong yeah so we can do all the gymnastics, but you see, you must have a natural liking, like-mindedness, naturally. Like if I don't see uh, your friend, I should be able to ask, oh, I didn't see her. Where is she? She's traveled. Amen. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So if we become natural-minded, some of you, someone like Captain Kuti, you see, no, he's going to visit someone. I don't even know. Take his car, bam, go. I don't know. Some of you here, yeah, you do that. God bless you. Careful. Listen, I say, God bless you. Yeah, yeah because you have a natural like-mindedness to care for people. Amen. Yeah. Now, so it's for pastors. No, you. Jesus died for you when he didn't even know you. When you didn't even know him. How come you say that? Oh no, this is not for me. I don't have the natural inclination. I don't have the natural instincts. I don't have the preponderance or propensity to flow in that kind of direction. No! 
You can't say that. I said, you can't say that. Come on, let me hear you. Amen. As we partake of the communion, may we be like more like Jesus Christ. May we be like like-minded. I said like-minded. I said, I want God to give you a testimony. You see, testimonies are predicated on difficult circumstances and environments you overcome. That's when God gives you a testimony. Let me hear you, amen. What have you suffered for his name? What have you overcome for his name? Amen. I've walked kilometers to church when action started at diplomatic shop airport when calm down action chapel is still there now it is now a diplomatic shop at Agostino Neto Road I used to walk from circle to airport to go to church I didn't have money I walked from Kokomlemle where I grew up to airport residential area Agostino Neto Road to go and sit in church when I closed I walked back so what have you sacrificed do you seek your own or you seek God's own? These are the things we must tell you so you will know. So you don't look at people and think they just arrived overnight. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? If you came to tell me and I have money, I'll give you. But what have you paid on your own personal account that nobody knows? That is costing you blood in sacrifice to God. When you rise, people will wonder where you came from. But they don't know the secrets of your struggles. That's what I want you to understand. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Most of our stories, we can't tell you. We can't tell you. We, we, we may not be able to even remember. That's why I tell them, when you see somebody on television with glory and light and power and glory, don't watch it. Switch it off and go and pray. Because what you are seeing, you may find a shortcut to that place and it will destroy you. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? When you are seeing someone, don't even watch it. It's, don't even listen. Go and dig your own ground. And break your own ground. Let me hear you, amen. A lot of things, you watch, they are so deceptive. You forget that there's a journey to the glory. Lift your hands. Talk to God. Father, we thank you. Father.